So is uh, Biden's advisors there, are they advocating a return to normal or to something far worse than normal? Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, it's good to be with you guys. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. You know, I was talking about the fact that you've got these advisors saying, you know, you got to learn to live with COVID. Well, you dig a little deeper and you start seeing that they're calling for, uh, you know, like like uh, pass- vaccine passports. Calling for the idea of a state of emergency being a new normal. Really good write-up from Jim Garrity on this. I, I took the position, you know, uh, top line that we should live with these things. This is this is helpful, and there are there there is without question the reality that politically, how we've been dealing with COVID isn't helping Biden anymore. So of course you have people changing it. You have the Atlantic saying, "Oh, everyone, calm down. It's just COVID. It's no big deal." Remember when testing was the most important thing in the world? Well, now you can't find a test to save your life. And all of a sudden, the press is like, test? Who needs a test? Never even heard of a test. Why is everybody worried about a test? What's wrong with you? Don't you know that Trump is an insurrectionist? (laughs) They're moving it uh, it all around. But when you dig deeper into the proposals of these uh, advisors of Biden who were there with him during the transition, what they favor is quite radical. What I favor is understanding you're going to live with these things. And that's what they're saying top line. But when you start digging in, it it gets a little uglier. It's like uh, the economy, as we were just talking about there with with Joe Biden and that he's, he, re- he really does believe that the the Biden economic plan is, is doing terrific. Quote, I would argue the Biden economic plan is working. That man has never been on Midwest Main Street. Did you know there's a tire shortage? News Nation now reporting a national tire shortage. David Hayes, the president of Hay Tires Pros, said the shortage is a mixture of a squeeze on global shipping containers, pandemic disruptions within the rubber sector, and a rise in demand from China. All right, my tire people. 833-468-8669. You're in the tire business? First, that seems like an awesome business. Like, I've always thought that that's a... Like, that's an investable business. People need tires. You need a place you trust. Seems, seems to me like, like, like it's a good business. But neither here nor there. Are you having a shortage? Are, is, is anybody having trouble getting tires? Before, before I went on vacation, we, we flew. We, we, didn't, we didn't drive. We did get new tires on, on the minivan. And yes, I own a minivan. I have a family. It's sad, but it's true. It happens. It's going to happen to producer Ari. It happens to everybody. Just get over it. It's very comfortable. Uh, but we got tires and we made an appointment and boom, there were the tires. Had no problem. Had no issue. Had not considered even uh, that... Uh, that there was a tire shortage. So when I read this, I was like, this is the first I'm hearing of such a thing. So are you, are you experiencing any level of tire shortage? I want to know. I want to know if this is true. Penzi Spices is experiencing a lack of Republican customers. 
Now, Bill Penzi, P-E-N-Z-E-Y, Penzi Spices, they're, they're nationwide. He has long been a, a progressive, a leftist. He's long been hateful. This is, this is a new level. This is a guy who listened to, uh, to Michael Jordan and, you know, when Jordan said Republicans buy sneakers too, and he said, and, and I'm quoting, F that. Republicans in my store? What? F these people. It's an email. Fox Business got a copy of it. Promotes a uh, remember January 6th box of a combination of spices and calls on his customers to remember this day forever. The plot that will live in infamy. Okay. Well, this is something. So Penzi writes that um, anyone who who voted for a member of Trump's party after January 6th should be ashamed. And uh, it's there, it's the job of, of, of other people and his customers to help Republicans. After a lifetime pledging allegiance to the republic our, our flag stands for, Republican voters have been so misled to where their allegiance is now to those seeking to bring the republic for which our flag stands to an end and with it America as we know it. The owner of Penzi Spices continues, Republican voters love America, but have become so entangled in the propaganda of those who control their party that they are now actively working to bring the democracy they love to a permanent end. If they were able to clearly see what they are doing, there is no doubt they would desperately be pleading for us to stop them from doing it. Please help them. Really? The good news is that Republican voters want to be good people. They can be redeemed, but there's no sugarcoating the reality that they are now the number one threat to this country they love so very much. They need your help. Um, okay, so you, you don't want my business. I'm not even a Republican, but you we're done. Uh, full disclosure, I've never shopped at a Penzi Spices before. Uh, more full disclosure, I have no ownership stock in any spice company whatsoever. But holy cow. Are, can, you, can you put this out there? Sure. Absolutely you can. Should you? I don't think it's valuable. But this is what's important to you. Not spices. Not a customer base. Lecturing. This is what's important to you. You've made the decision that you're okay with only a certain segment of the population buying from you. That's fine. I mean, we all have to make these decisions, right? Let me give you an example. Is there any question that the content I create, um, that it's meant for 75 million Americans? I do radio and I and I do video and 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 I do all sorts of things. The vast majority of what I create is political and cultural. I don't know if those on the left side of the aisle in the main are listening. I know people on the right side of the aisle are listening. So do I take a look at who voted for Trump and who voted for Joe Biden based on the numbers that you know who provides and say well 75 million people voted for Trump and that's my audience, 75 million people. No, 75 million people as a content creator, you can monetize that. You can monetize 75 million people and not too shabby for Tony. You can do pretty good in this world. 
should I really avoid uh, the 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 other? 80 million voters, or, or you know, if we're going to split the country in half, uh, 330 uh, million people, should I should I only be focused on 165 million, not the other 165 million? Did I do the math right? I think I did. When I do my cigar and bourbon show, Eat, Drink, Smoke, that's not even political. That is aimed at everyone, but it's also aimed at people who like cigars and like bourbon and like to talk about food and other things. So some people don't like those things. You're always playing to an audience. You, you 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 know that. You know I know that progressives aren't listening. Well, I shouldn't say that. Like so, Democrats are listening because I know this for a fact. We're able to back that one up. But like, is the most hardened uh, progressive listening? Well, only if if they if they hate me and they and they they want to come at me and attack me and they they need to listen to do it. You know, it's it's like the whole Howard Stern axiom before he became just joyless and dead inside. He did stop. He did. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Um, it's uh, uh, you know, why do they? Why do you listen to Stern? You want to hear what he has to hate? They love him and they want to hear what he has to say next. Why do you listen to Stern? They hate him and they want to hear what he has to say next. Right? So that is definitely why a bunch of people listen listen to my show. There are some people out there. The most most people are enjoying the conversation. Many people, even if they don't agree, they appreciate the fact that uh, we're, we're bringing the facts, we're bringing data, bringing a point of view, and then they can disagree with it or try and disagree with it, et cetera. And then some people, you know, just want to see me die in a fire. And, and they're listening so they can go on, on the attack. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. That is the way, it, that's always the way the, these, these things go. But uh, I, I, I guess I, I do know that I've got a certain type of, of listener. Does a guy who sells spices know he's got a certain type of customer? I, I guess. I guess. He certainly sold Republicans and conservatives and anybody of a rational mind, he doesn't want them. So let's uh, let's skip Penzi spices. That's what that's my plan. Now, I asked about tire shortages and are we seeing tire shortages? Kim uh, uh, tweeted out she had to go to two different places to find tires for her work Jeep. Took a lot of searching to find some and they're more expensive. They're coming in from Illinois. Well, well, if it's coming in from Illinois, uh, I, I'm sure it, it, it costs, a, costs a ton. Uh, Crazy Apocalypse on Twitter said, got an email from a Harley shop back in September, October, saying if you think you will need tires uh, next year, buy them now because they won't be available next summer. Duvall on Twitter saying there's a tire shortage, especially for semi-trucks. Big Dog Baseball Indiana saying again, there's a shortage in semi-tires, not so much trailer tires, and prices are going up. Oh, well, this is going to be fun. So now you got to pay more for the used vehicle. Then you got to pay uh, more for the gas in the used vehicle, and then... You have to pay more 
for the tires. Well, thank goodness for that Biden economy. Am I right? Thank goodness for that Biden economy, which he says, you know, is working great, but when it's not, this this is my favorite line. It's working great, but when it's not, it's, it's, it's all because of those wascally Republicans. I'm not an economist, but I've been doing this a long time. But here's the way to look at it. If car prices are too high right now, there are two solutions. You increase the supply of cars by making more of them, or you reduce demand for cars by making America's poor. That's the choice. Believe it or not, there's a lot of people in the second camp. You hear them complain that wages are rising too fast among very middle class and working class people who have endured decades of stalled incomes. Their view of the economy says the only solution to our current future challenges is to make the working families that are the backbone of our country poor or keep them in the state they're in. It's a pessimistic vision. And I reject it. I reject the idea that we should somehow punish people because they finally have a little more breathing room. That is insane. That is an ignorantly foolhardy position to take, and I have no idea why he decided to do so. Ridiculous. No one says this. No one thinks this. They want to keep working class families poorer. Why not just say Republicans are going to put you all back in chains? Stop thinking that he's somehow a decent and good dude. He is not a decent and good dude. Really, never has been. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.